Good day. We are so blessed to be able to come to you today to share a word of God with you. And we believe it is a word that needs to be heard and shared because we believe that many are being misled by the lack of knowledge of the word. Don't you know that in order to really know something, it takes you investing time into it? Some people invest time into knowing computers and other technologies. Everyone who knows me knows I truly enjoy golf and I invest lots of time in the game, to being good at the game. I practice, I read, I watch. I practice more and study the game. We often hear the words student of the game. I believe that is an accurate depiction of what I've become as it pertains to golf, as I'm sure others do in more important fields than golf. That brings me to this. It is strange that for some unknown reason, People don't understand that the same truth applies to the word of God. It takes an investment of time, effort, energy, studying, reading, praying, and listening to become a student and doer of God's word. Please know God is not trying to keep you in the dark about your understanding of what his word says. It just takes an investment of time on your part because there are so many people running around today quoting scriptures, misquoting scriptures, adding to and subtracting from them in order for it to say what they want and need it to say, to benefit themselves and to trick and confuse you. That is why it is so important that you know the word for yourself so you can know when someone is falsely quoting, half quoting, speaking half truths, telling old wise tales or telling you something that is not present in the Bible. One of the main things I see is people, the enemy, giving half-truths to the Word of God. And many times I run into men misquoting the Bible to me. And what I do is I humbly pull the Scripture up and read it in its entirety to dismiss the misnomer of the half-truths they're telling and informing them of what the Word truly says. Not many people will go that far as to correct them. They just take them at face value. So today, if you don't mind, I want to speak to you from the thought of unknowingly submitting to a headless head. And our main scripture can be found in Ephesians 5, to 25. And it reads as follows. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. His body and is himself its savior. Now as a church submits to Christ, also, wives submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. We'll stop right there for now. But let the Lord have a blessing to the reading of his wonderful word. In the text, it clearly says, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. This is a scripture that I, unfortunately, see and hear about that so many men are misquoting to women and women are listening to them quoted incorrectly without correction. Many men use this scripture to assert their leadership role in the house and tell the woman she needs to submit to him. Well, let me say this. If he wants you to submit to him, then he needs to be submitted to someone higher than himself. Otherwise he is a headless man with no head leading him. Thus, Again, I say headless. Growing up, I used to watch the stories of Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman. 
Those stories were everywhere during Halloween. We would see lots of those types of cartoons and movies. And most of the movies and cartoons were placed in scary backgrounds or backdrops to bring fear to the audience. We even had a play at our school about the headless horseman. I'm not sure if those cartoons and stories are still being played during Halloween anymore, but I vividly remember them and remember having a hard time sleeping after watching it and my brothers walking through the house pretending to be headless. And although we knew they were cartoons and movies, they were still pretty scary. But now as an adult, I find something even scarier than that. And it is this. We have headless men walking around in our midst every day, in the stores buying things, in cars driving, in our workplaces, in our schools teaching our kids, coaching our kids, and in homes raising kids and heading over women. Let me give you a few minutes to digest that thought. Yes, today there are lots of headless men walking around every day, leading. They're in Congress, they're senators, past presidents, etc. In the text, it says, wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. There is no disputing that. And most men will quickly quote that to women and know it by heart. Can I say this to you? That too is a scheme and a trick of the enemy to give you half truths. Isn't that what he did to Eve? Gave her a half truths that led her down a road of being kicked out of the Garden of Eden. Well, as I have said many times before, he has not changed the tricks or schemes. Same enemy, same schemes, same old tricks is just a new day. Remember the Bible says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge because they have rejected knowledge. Hosea 4 and 6. How, you ask, have you rejected knowledge? By neglecting to invest in learning God's word for yourself. Only investing one or two hours a week out of 168 hours in the whole week in his word, but investing so much more of your time in other things that aren't as important. Now let's read the main scripture again with God's full truth of it and not the enemy's half truth. You know the enemy really doesn't want you to hear this. Our main scripture says, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord. The enemy's half trick only wants you to see this, wives submit to your husbands. God's full truth in the scripture says this, wives submit to your husbands. Yes, half truth. The other half of the truth lies here. As what to the Lord? As husbands submit to the Lord. So this is what the scripture is saying. Wives submit to your husbands as the husband submits to the Lord. That's the full truth of the scripture. Simply stated, husbands need to submit themselves to the Lord before you submit to them. If you don't mind, lean in a little closer to whatever you're hearing me on. I want you to hear this. God would not and is not telling you to submit to an unsaved, uncommitted, headless, heathen man. Because if a woman submits to a man that has not submitted himself to the Lord, you are riding through life with a headless man leading you. A man not being led by one who is able to lead men to being a good husband a good dad, a good coach, a good supervisor, a good politician, etc. But by the one that leads a man to being all that a woman doesn't need him to be. Unfortunately, people you know, there are consequences to everything we do. 
especially when making a wrong or ill-informed decision based on a lack of knowledge or ignorance. There are consequences for following a headless man. And many women don't know or don't understand the consequences of connecting themselves with, submitting to, and coming under submission of a headless man. There are dire consequences that some don't even return from or get their lives ruined because of it. A headless man is a dangerous man because he is either being led by the enemy or himself. And understand, a man left to his own devices will destroy himself. Romans 1 and 24 says, Therefore God gave them over to the desires of their own hearts. Psalms 81, 12, So I gave them up to their own stubborn hearts to follow their own counsel. Many times, the worst counsel to follow is your own or ones that are not solid or sound. God's counsel is the greatest counsel any man could follow or listen to because he orders the steps of men and women to what he knows is best for them. Therefore, once turned over to their own devices, there is no need for the enemy to bother a man who has chosen to follow his own lead. A head that is detached from God can only attach to two other forces, and neither is good for him or for you. He is either attached to his own personal misguided ideas and logic or the lies and deceitfulness of the devil, with neither being worthy of following. Because we know the devil is going to lead him straight to hell, and with a man leading himself, he will get there even faster. Women and men alike must understand that a man left to his own devices will destroy himself. Please don't take my word for it, but look at what the Bible says about it. Here's some documented proof. Absent of God, men will do things that will bring destruction on themselves. Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel. And look at the account of man in the Bible. When men began to increase in numbers on the earth, the daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. And we'll skip to verse 5. The Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become, and every inclination of the thought of his heart was only evil at the time. The Lord grieved that he had made man on earth, and his heart was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe out mankind whom I have created from the face of the earth, men and animals and creatures that move along the ground, and birds of the air, for I am grieved that I made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Genesis 6, 1 through 8. We see in scripture that man left alone will be corrupt, wicked, evil, and destructive in the eyes of the Lord. Women must understand that when men are void of God, most of the time their thoughts are of something that is not good. I can speak from experience that as I look back on my life before I was saved, how my every thought was about women, how I could get and conquer the next one. Now, not all men's thoughts may mirror mine, but whatever sin that binds them is what they think about. Some think of watching porn all the time, others drinking and drugs, and the list goes on and on and on. But each man has his own evil thought that roams around in his head, heart, mind, and spirit. A man led by God may have the same thoughts, 
but God helps him to corral them. But without the Holy Spirit, there's nothing hindering him from acting on every thought that comes about. Therefore, until a man surrenders and submits his ways to God, women you are submitting to, surrendering to, committing to, and sleeping with an enemy. Whereas, it's just a matter of time that he will rear his head and identify who he really is. Unfortunately, most of the time it's too late. The woman is married to him, has kids for him, or is so entrenched in a relationship with him that she feels it's impossible to leave, which is a trick of the enemy also. It is a shame that most women don't know until it's too late that the man they are lying next to and sharing their lives with is God's arch enemy, the devil's child. Allow me to say this to you women. If a man has not submitted to and surrendered his life over to Christ, then a woman should never surrender and submit her life to him. Because in doing so, you have just submitted to, surrendered to, and turned your life over to the blind fate of a man who is headless. It's like following a blind man through dark woods with a cliff looming ahead. You know if the blind man keeps on walking, he will eventually come to the cliff, and because he can't see, will eventually walk over it. And if you're blindly following him, you'll go right over with him. A man like this is simply directionless, purposeless, worthless, and eventually will be deemed hopeless. But unfortunately, many women find themselves strapped in this seat, seat belted in on this purposeless and aimless journey with him right over the cliff, with him taking and leading her down paths and taking her places that were never intended for her to travel, experience or encounter. And when I say down, I mean down, down the roads of addiction, overworking two and sometimes three jobs while he stays at home playing video games, abused mentally, sexually, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, down roads of anger, bitterness, and depression, hurt, danger, heartache, headache, and brokenness, disconnected from family, friends, and more importantly, God, all due to her shame. These are roads, journeys, and places that you were never supposed to take or travel down. But because you're being led by a headless man and not by God, you end up on a road that leads to a dead end. A road that never ends the way it started. Nice and sweet at the beginning, and it ends in destruction and depression for her. These are the games and tricks the enemy plays. He is a master at it. But at some point, we all have to become aware of his tricks. They don't change. He has been implementing the same ones since the beginning of time. We have to get to a place where we call him out and tell him tricks are for kids. You fooled me when I was younger, but no more devil. In the text, it says wives submit to your husbands. It is a known fact that most women are looking and don't have a problem submitting and surrendering to a head, capital H-E-A-D, or a head, small H-E-A-D. But regrettably, most of the time, they don't know who they're submitting to. It has become common that divorce, single mothers, and abused women are numerous in our society. And most of it is due to them not being aware of whom they were associating with, tying to, or marrying. Some of the reasons that women find themselves submitted to and sleeping with the enemy 
is because they don't know him or how to identify the tricks of the enemy. Why is this, you ask? I'm glad you ask. Lack of training about the enemy, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Lack of knowledge of God. Lack of understanding of the tricks and schemes and deceptive ways of the enemy. Lack of insight of self, truly knowing your true value and your worth to a man and God. And not knowing how to identify the enemy within a man. Allow me to say this. This is why young men should listen to the counsel of older men. And older women need to counsel younger women to inform them of the pitfalls, obstacles, tricks, schemes, and games of the enemy. But young people have to be willing to listen to the wisdom and advice being passed down to them from the elders in Christ. It is amazing and unfortunate from having numerous conversations with many women that it is apparently clear that women don't know what to look for in a man or how to identify or know the signs of the enemy when he is exposed to them by God in the early stages of their meeting or encounter with a man. God shows you yield signs, stop signs, red lights, and roadblocks at the onset. So I say to you women, stop overlooking and blindly blasting through the warning signs, the yield signs, the stop signs, and the red lights, and to continue to entertain this type of man. If God has revealed his true identity, believe it. Understand if he was a cheater, he probably is still cheating. If he abused a woman before you, he will at some point abuse you too. But many women seem to think they can be and will be the one who will change him and his behavior. Understand this, and I want you to just listen clearly to this. It is only God who can change the heart, mind, action, and life of a man. No woman has the power or strength or anything else in her spirit or her being or on her body that can change a man. Let me say this again. It is only God who can change the heart, mind, action, and life of a man. Please allow me to speak from experience, real talk, speaking truth to power. The only person that can change a man from his wrongdoing is God. No woman has the power to do so. That power is in God's hands and God's hands only. Because most women don't even know how to identify a God-fearing man or a devil-led man. Because you need to know, the enemy uses many disguises to hide his identity. As a kid, one of my favorite commercials growing up was a tricks commercial. Silly rabbit, tricks are for kids. The rabbit was always using different disguises and schemes to get the box of cereal, posing and dressing up as whatever was around that he felt could trick the kids out of the cereal. Do you understand? The enemy does the same thing with the men he uses. I say this respectfully. You have to move past the infant stages in your spiritual walk and biblical knowledge that you are easily tricked by the enemy and the men he uses to carry these tricks out. You have to be able to identify and call out the tricks the enemy plays. Even the tricks we see in our main text, being tricked by half-truths, perpetrated by the enemy and spoken to you as truth by some man you've tied yourself to. Be emboldened and let them know, silly rabbit, tricks are for kids, not for real women. And get to a point, you can identify the enemy-led man from a Christ-led man.
How can you identify a Christ-led man? I'm glad you asked. Let me help you. He is obedient and has committed himself to God. As the scripture says, wives submit to your husbands. He is a man that adheres to the second half of the scripture. He is a man that has submitted to Christ, not in just speech, but in action and deed. As scripture says, he should love his wife like Christ loved the church, giving of himself for her, washing and cleansing her with the word. Ephesians 5. He has to know the word. He has to have some word in him. He needs to know the word of God to share and grow you, helping you get closer in your relationship with God as he gets even closer in his. He loves you as he loves himself. He protects, provides, and guides you as God leads and guides him. He understands that you are his helpmate and treats you as such. He sees you as a weaker vessel, but a partner and builds you up, 1 Peter, supports you and allows you to grow into the woman God intended you to be. He is a servant leader of the house and to you. He serves you in order to lead you. He prays for you, P-R-A-Y-S, and not prays on you, P-R-E-Y-S. He sees and knows you are a gift from God. He treats you with respect and as an heir with himself of the gracious gift of life, 1 Peter 3 and 7. He believes that his favor comes from the Lord due to him having you as a wife or in his life. He is the man that values the story of Adam. When God put Adam to sleep and once he woke, God presented him with the gift of Eve. He sees his woman as a gift to him from God. You are the gift to him and he does not see himself as the gift to you. He is a man that has submitted to God as he has asked you to submit to him. He is God-led, a man of integrity, honesty, humility, and sees the gift the woman is. He is Christ-led, one that has submitted and committed his life to Christ. He is Holy Spirit-led, one who is being guided by the Spirit and not by his flesh. He is led, committed, and submitted to the Trinity, unlike a headless man who has committed and submitted to his own ways or to the enemy's ways. This headless man will always wander down roads and paths of life, aimlessly taking every chance at everything that sounds good, looks good, and feels good to him, and having no regard for the woman who's following him. Therefore, women must come to their understanding when they submit to, surrender to, and commit to following a headless man, a dead end is imminent. All due to the absence of God's leadership, fellowship, headship, and guideship in that man's life. Please understand, this isn't me bashing men as some would want you to think. This is me informing women of what to look for and be cautious of when choosing a mate. And in doing so is a call to men to get your headship right before you try to become a head. Otherwise, it will end in doom. This will allow some men to see themselves in this message and come to the truth that they are lost and need the headship of God. In order to get to where they need to be and become all God wants them to become and lead their families to Christ in a great end as opposed to over a cliff. I love my brothers. So speaking real to them is what shows them I care about them.
Amen. So in closing, let me read you the whole scripture from our main text. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body of which he is the Savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, to make her holy, cleansing her by washing her with water through the word and to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. After all, no one ever hated his own body, but he feeds and cares for it just as Christ does the church. That's Ephesians 5, 22 through 29. So the Bible does say why submit to the husbands, but the husband ought to be submitted to the Lord as to the Lord. The husband is the head of the wife, but he also has to be submitted to Christ, meaning Christ needs to be the head of his life, willing to give himself up for her. Husbands, you have to love your wives as Christ loved the church, being able to wash and cleanse her with the word. But how can you wash and cleanse her with the word if you don't have word in you and you don't know the word for yourself? How can you help her to become blemish-free, holy, and blameless by you teaching and helping her to learn the word in the word with you if you have no word in you? He who loves his wife loves himself. So you have to treat her like you treat yourself. No one ever abuses himself mentally, physically, or emotionally. And if you read through the scripture, see the Bible never tells the wife to love her husband but tells him on multiple occasions to love her. If a man does the things that God laid out in the scripture, he doesn't have to tell a woman to love her husband or submit to him. She will automatically do it because you are the man she desires made in the image of Christ, giving yourself up for her, washing and cleansing her with the word. Therefore, I say to you men, you need to know the word, not half truths of the enemy or his tricks in manipulation of God's word, but the whole truth of God's word, then and only then will she not be unknowingly submitted to a headless head. You will then be a head, being led by the head, capital H-E-A-D, which is Christ. It will be then you'll be able to say to your wife, wives submit to your husbands as to the Lord, because you will have been submitted to the Lord. Amen. As always, we hope you enjoyed today's message. We welcome your feedback. And if you were blessed by the message, please feel free to pass our podcast information on to both friends and family. We pray that you have an awesomely blessed day. And we thank you again for allowing us to share a word of God with you. To God be the glory. Amen. AAJ Pod where the passion for Christ meets the purpose of Christ.